Yeah, you know what time it be. It is the Last Call Podcast with the amazing host. That's right, me, Chris Michaels. Voice is a little strained from a concert I went to last night. I saw Dave Matthews. Uh, Of course, I look for symbolism and everything. I've been a Dave Matthews fan for way too long. I've been to more concerts than I care to remember and probably can remember. However, you also have to look for all of the subliminals that go on during these concerts. Case in point, all of the lights last night at the Dave Matthews concerts were basically being portrayed in the same colors as the Ukrainian flag. Nobody made any kind of political statements Dave Matthews didn't talk about the plight of the Ukrainians. Nothing like that was mentioned. However, all of the light colors and the way those colors were arranged were blue and yellow for the overwhelming majority of the time. That doesn't mean that they're out there trying to say, this is what you need to support. But it does mean that these people and agents and, and uh, concert managers and all of that, they understand that they have a job to do to influence the public on some kind of level. You can look up plenty of concerts on YouTube and see the kind of subliminals that go on in the background. Uh, a lot of them do the compass and square from the Freemasons. They make the lights shine in that kind of order. Uh, a lot of the times they flash certain things in the background as the band is playing, you know, a lot of geometry, geometrical symbols, you know, six-sided, uh, six-pointed stars, five-pointed pentagrams, on and on. They do that kind of thing. The other colors that they represented were red and white. So what are they trying to do? They're trying to insert the idea that those colors are good to you. You're at a concert. You're basically energetically open to what the band is playing because you enjoy the band. Otherwise, you wouldn't be there. So your defenses are down and your subconscious is completely open. So if they're flashing different symbols, if they're flashing different imagery really quickly while the band is playing, your mind is picking that up. You might not consciously pick it up, but your subconscious is. And if they're flashing certain colors that are portrayed in certain fashions, like a blue and yellow light show in the same exact tones as the Ukrainian flag, during a concert seeing a band that you like, on a subconscious level, you're going to be more open to items that display those kinds of colors. So it's a very, very subtle way of getting their fans used to the idea that if you see yellow and blue, that's a good thing because you saw Dave Matthews and this band and you completely enjoyed it. And you subconsciously, your brain goes, oh, that's right, yellow and blue. I love yellow and blue because that's when I saw Dave Matthews. I was having such a great time during the whole thing. Now, red and white, what color is that? That color is the flag, if I'm not mistaken. Let's do some quick filler right now 
as I look up this, if I'm not mistaken, it is a Polish flag. And yes, I am correct, as most of the time I am. It is a white and red flag. So I would suspect that over the next year or so, you're probably going to see a more impactful foreign policy coming from Polish territory. You're probably going to see NATO build up Poland so that Poland is the new Ukraine, right? They're going to pump it up with more weapons. Poland has already demanded nuclear weapons from the United States be positioned on its territory. That's not surprising, and it's also not surprising that the Poles want something like that. They're upset still, rightfully so, of what happened back in 1939 when they were invaded by the Germans and the Russians and what happened to their people. That's still there. Now, the big problem is, for me, is if you're Poland and you're still sore about 1939, why are you aligning yourselves with the Nazis in the Ukraine? Why are you trying to deal with England and the EU, the same countries that promised you the moon and the stars in 1938 and 1939 that if Germany does anything to you, we're your allies, we will go in? And that never happened. Why would you trust all of these people, the same people that stabbed you in the back 80 years ago, now all of a sudden, they're 90 years ago pretty much, they're your friends again? No, you're just not thinking somebody's influencing the whole deal. So that's my two cents from the Dave Matthews concert. Otherwise, fantastic music. Warren Haynes was there from Government Mule. And uh, the bassist, Stefan Lassard from uh, the Dave Matthews Band, he used to play in Government Mule every now and then, so I'm not sure if that's still going to happen. But if you have the opportunity to go see a Dave Matthews concert, I cannot recommend it more. You want to see musicians, they're there. It is a, an amazing, amazing concert. Okay, so the real gist, and as we all know, Thursdays are my busy days, the real gist of today's podcast is none other than the big old HB, Hunter Biden. A lot came out about him today from Senator Chuck Grassley. That's right, Freemason at large, always watch the corn. He's out there saying, oh, we're on the corn watch. And he does all of these symbolic photos on social media, signaling to somebody somewhere whenever he talks about corn. So, uh, yeah, he's over there doing that. And he released an FBI document from, what do we got, July 30th of 2020 from what they call a confidential human source, CHS, where there are allegations in there that presidential candidate Joe Biden and his drug addict son, Hunter, received $10 million in bribes. That's right. The FD-1023 form alleges that the boss of Burisma, the Ukrainian energy firm that employed Hunter Biden to the tune of $80,000 per month, this would help Burisma get off of the ground in the Ukraine. However, the CEO of Burisma also thought Hunter Biden was a bit of a dipshit. He thought he was a moron. Hunter Biden, quote, was so stupid, and his, uh, I can't pronounce this guy's name, Zlok, Zlok, 
Gevsky's dog was smarter, but the Burisma boss needed to keep Hunter Biden on the board and continue to pay him $83,000 a month. So everything will be okay. Okay, that is quid pro Joe. That is the same exact playbook that they accused Donald Trump of doing. Do you get how these Democrats and World Economic Forum types try to handle the opposition? Everything is inverse. They accuse the people they don't like of performing the acts that they actually do. Right? So quid pro Joe over here and bribery, they accuse Trump of all of that stuff. This is from Kenakoa the Great on Twitter. Burisma's CEO said it cost $5 million to pay one Biden and $5 million to another to fire the prosecutor investigating Burisma. Hunter will take care of those issues through his dad, quote unquote, although Hunter was stupid and his dog was smarter, and this is according to that FD-1023. So right there, you're hearing what was going on in the Biden family. Bribery, money laundering, on and on we can go. This is devastating to anybody. But since it's a Biden, since it's the Democrats, since they have Merrick Garland over there at the DOJ, Good luck trying to make this go anywhere. And the Epic Times also noted the confidential human source traveled to Burisma's office in the Ukraine in 2015 or 16 with a man named Alexander Ostapenko. And during that meeting, the CFO of Burisma told the source that the company hired Hunter Biden to, quote unquote, protect us through his dad from all kinds of problems. Now, do we remember where Joseph Biden was bragging about how he was dangling a billion dollars in aid above the Ukrainian government's head because they had the attorney general investigating Burisma. If you want the billion dollars, get rid of this investigator. And quote-unquote, son of a bitch, they did it. That is the epitome of quid pro Joe. Imagine if Trump actually did something even remotely close to that. Mr. Joe Biden, the vice president at the time, was pressuring Ukrainian officials to fire, said AG Mr. Shokin. We're leaving in six hours, he said. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money, he said at a public event about the interaction referring to that $1 billion loan guarantee. And he got fired. This is real politic. This is the epitome of corruption. And I mean absolute corruption. Could you imagine if even one of Trump's aides did something even remotely close to this? It would be damaging and this country would be torn apart. Sean Davis on Twitter, the FBI source whose report was hidden by corrupt FBI agents, told the agency that Burisma's founder had 17 recordings. Oh, there's that number again for the Q crowd of his bribery conversations with the Bidens. Two of the recordings included conversations with Biden, Joe himself, while 15 
were with Hunter. And he stated, Zlogovsky, or whatever his name is, stated that he has two documents with uh, which the CHS, Confidential Human Source, understood to be wire transfer statements, bank records, etc., that evidence some pay- payments to the Bidens were made, presumably in exchange for Shokin's firing. Shokin was the Burisma prosecutor. Instead of following the trail of evidence handed to the DOJ and the FBI, the following happened. Democrats impeached Trump. FBI raided Trump. The DOJ charged Trump with felonies. The FBI and DOJ together hid this document, banned investigators from questioning the Biden family, and even secretly tipped the Biden family off about the investigation into them, and then gave Hunter Biden a sweetheart plea deal to immunize him and make the whole investigation go away. This is beyond corrupt. These people are quite literally getting away with felonious crimes, and the media does absolutely nothing about it. Yeah, you may have Democrats, it's not, I wouldn't even say Democrats, you may have Republicans come out there and present all of these things into the records. But I'll ask you again, what actually gets done with all of this? Do they have any kind of accountability coming in their direction? And if so, prove it to me. Prove it to me. Chairman James Comer comes out. These complicated financial transactions where he's taking $10 million in bribes and so on and so forth. And I've spoken about this too. They set up a whole bunch of LLCs, limited liability corporations and S-Corps and everything else. They're all shell companies. So what happens is the money goes from one hand to another hand to another hand to another hand. It looks like there are all of these business transactions taking place. But really what they're doing is they're just laundering the money in an attempt to hide the source of the funds. So Comer says these complicated financial transactions appear to conceal the source of the funds and reduce the conspicuousness of the total amounts made into the Biden bank accounts. Chinese nationals and companies with significant ties to Chinese intelligence— oddly enough, and the Chinese Communist Party hid the source of the funds by layering domestic limited liability companies. This is something I said many times over. I think the real gist of all of this coming out now, ahead of the 2024 election cycle, is to get the Biden family out of the way. We're probably looking at another Nixon moment where The powers that be go into the Biden family and say, look, we don't want you. We didn't even want you in the first place, but you got here and we put you in here and we'll take you out. So you either resign or we'll do this the hard way. And I believe you will see at some point Biden say, I'm dropping out. And then the field will be completely open to people like Big Mike Obama, and reprehensible, slimy, used car salesman himself over there in California, Governor Newsom. Ugh. Okay, you know that Thursdays I do the weekly roundup and wrap-up with Greg Bolden over on his podcasts, 
So it'll be a two-for-one Friday, as always, with Chris Michaels. So you listen to my podcast, and you go over to Greg's, and you listen to me some more. How about that? Enjoy your weekend, Fuzzball Nation.